Speaking the truth to the state capitol. This is Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, folks, Friday, October 14th. I'm your host, Jack Riggins. Jack of all trades, master of none. Johnny Cadillac's producing the show. We got a cool one today. It's 64 and feels like 64. I think that far, fire warning has gone away. Uh, wind's about 14 miles an hour. Uh, it feels to me like it's out of the northwest, but uh, who knows? It's been a cool day, but uh, we're going to have a little dip and chill. And and then uh, as we get uh, midweek next week, it's going to start coming back up. So kind of start taking out some of your sweatshirts and you know pre-winter clothing. I was just sitting here thinking it's... Only a matter of time before you're going to be on here saying it's 15 degrees and feels like negative five. And oh, yeah, I'm but not I, ready yet. I just love it now. I just love staring at the weather app that for most of my uh, radio career, I could see it. It was right in front of me, but I never got to it um, because my mind's going a million miles an hour. When I take the show, which leads me to our guest. It's an interesting story, not one I agree with, so to speak. So we're going to get the truth. Uh, from the person involved, uh, Melanie Standiford is on from Curtis, Nebraska, where she was essentially, in my opinion, practicing, you know, being an American and democracy and all the things I talk about of, you know, get out there and be an educated voter and be educated and, you know, participate. Uh, but she was fired as the news director and co-anchor from KNOP TV out there for, you know, circulating a petition and the reason i think this is an important story because we started to see some of this sentiment brewing up in lincoln over the fairness ordinance way back and so melanie welcome to drive time lincoln hi jack thanks so much for having me on the show yeah wow so can you break this down because um I obviously got word of this, and I first I'm sorry because I assume it's it's still a little bit shocking, um, but kind of the start to finish of how this kind of happened and what you were exactly doing and how you were told um, that you were no longer going to have a job. Okay, that's a. I'll try to make it as concise as possible. Um, basically, I've been the. Uh, working at Canopy TV, it's a great media outlet um, for five years. I just celebrated my five-year anniversary. I started as an MMJ, which is a multimedia journalist, um, after being a stay-at-home mom for 25 years. Um, I don't have any journalistic training, but I work hard and I try to learn things, you know. And so anyway, I did that. Um, I was the morning anchor for about a year. Um, in 2020, right at the height of COVID, I was named the news director. And um, when I became the news director, it was kind of me keeping that station going um, with the folks that were there, hiring people, losing people because of COVID, working every shift, doing all the things, you know, with a with a small team there in North Platte. And um, I have always also been very active in my church in Curtis, Nebraska. I'm a Lutheran, Missouri Synod Lutheran. I go to a church in Curtis. I was baptized there 50 years ago. People know me. They know everything about me. They know my woes and my, you know, good times. They know, you know, yeah. when you live in a town, 100 people, um, six to 900, depending on who you ask. <laughs> um, 
so people know me. I, my family, there's eight generations on both sides in this community. Um, so it's not like this was something that I was keeping a secret, that I was pro-life. Um, so I was uh, fired for circulating a pro-life petition in my church. Um, and that's, that's it. <laughs> well, um, I, I, well, so my question is, I, one of my questions is, is, um, you know, did they say that you were practicing partisan politics or they, you know, they were saying that influences the way you've done the job here? Um, because ultimately that looks like kind of a targeted hit on somebody who's going about their business doing what almost every American does in involvement, not only in their church and their religion and their beliefs, but also, right, practicing democracy, as I like to say. Right. And so it was definitely a targeted hit. Um, This was going on for, I mean, I've been active in my church, like I said, my whole life. I had the other, um, I've been covering abortion stories for at least two years, longer if you go back Uh um, to the free sanctuary city status, but I was covering those um, sanctuary city stories and 18 of them is what I counted. And three days ago, now this was going on for a long time, three days ago, all those stories came down. Um, It wasn't until this happened that they suddenly took them down. So for a year and they were, some of those, not all, all of them were on the KNLP website and on our social media, but some of them were even on 1011 in Lincoln and Hastings in Scotts Bluff. So they were being shared all through the state and the as not being biased because I was balanced in my reporting. I had stories from, or I mean, I had quotes from both sides. ACLU Planned Parenthood was quoted. I had, professors from both sides quoted in those stories and those came down three days ago well i mean even if you weren't a balanced journalist if in fact other citizens are in other cities are wanting to make a sanctuary city for the unborn through the democratic process and you're just reporting that i mean that is just straight reporting that shouldn't be controversial right because we as journalists we as people say well those people over there decided to take a vote and you know designate their city this i mean that's well within the right to do um and so i what do you think was it some outside entity from outside of the state was a a huge pro-life kind of group that just said you know put pressure on on maybe gray television i don't know um i i have my assumptions but we know what those do um I don't, I have a pretty good idea where it came from, but I'm not naming that name because I am, I am a devout Christian and I'm not going to do that. So, you know, at this point, you know, so you do think somebody kind of just was frustrated by it, uh, probably in this day and age, a very pro-life, maybe a most activist person and, and put pressure on probably leaders of the station, you know, and they had to make a choice Would that kind of summarize what your assumption is? I clearly believe, I, 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 I didn't realize that I was making that big of a difference, and I'm clearly a threat to somebody. Mm. Um, yeah, so my voice, for some reason, they were, I was making noise or something. I mean, mm. I don't know why they would attack me. Um, when I was, somebody that knows me or somebody very close to me had to have done this because this was in the, the, this was in my church. Yeah. This wasn't being 
reported on. I never once reported on this. I reported on the sanctuary cities, but even if you're for or against something that's being reported, you, you should want to know the facts both sure. sides so that you can be educated. Um, and so I told the story both sides, but as far as me, I wasn't on the side of the street with a Facebook Live saying, I'm Melanie Stanford for News 2 out here in front of a pro-life sign in Curtis, Nebraska, handing the petition around, please reach right. out to me if you want that was not happening. Yeah. No, I have I have no doubt. I mean, this is just kind of amazing, and I think it shows the reach of maybe a little bit, in my opinion, of insanity that's going on around the nation uh, with everybody in opinions and corporations folding to certain things. However, let me go back to, because clearly very supportive um, of the unborn, can you talk about the efforts in the area south of North Platte there, Curtis, and the desire to make uh, your area sanctuary city for the unborn and kind of the willingness of the people to stand up for that? From my point of view, you mean, or from just... Yeah, I mean, obviously, you you know, as you said, Christian, and everyone knows you, and you were helping with the petition, so there's obviously a desire by the folks out there around the Curtis area to, to see, you know that happen or at least uh, raise awareness about it. And can you talk about that? You know, kind of folks' feelings out West about that. Right. Well, we'll see, you know, it's on the ballot. Okay. Um, the numbers were gathered. So, I mean, we're going to find out soon enough how many people want to support it. And that was the whole point. You know, there were four men in our council and the four men didn't feel like they, you know, they were voted in that office to make those decisions, but I just think they felt like being men that they would rather have the people speak out than them do that, make that decision on their own. And I, that was the importance of this ballot initiative or whatever you want to call it so that it could be on the ballot or on the, yeah, on the ballot so that people could make that decision for themselves. And for me, we live in the, we live in the Easter city of Curtis and people roll their eyes at me when I say that, but we do, we have three giant white crosses overlooking town. And when you come to town at the front up on each side of town, there's a sign that says, welcome to Curtis, the Easter city. Yeah. Now, unless supporting the Easter bunny, which I don't think that's what it's for, then that says we are a Christian community. Yeah. And if we don't, if, you know, and so this is me having a hard time talking about this because I spent five years not talking about it in public. I spent five years having this suppressed inside of me, telling both sides and telling the pro-choice side. And now that I'm not a reporter, it's hard for me to take that layer off and say, oh, my goodness, you can talk freely. You don't have that burden to be able to say, okay, this is why I was doing this. I was in my church. I was doing this in my church, circulating a pro-life petition. That's what I was doing. But now I'm trying to remind myself, Oh, wait, you don't work for grade media anymore. You can tell people this is why we're doing this because the sanctity of life does matter. So. Well, it it does. And again, we're on with uh, Melanie Standiford uh, from Curtis, Nebraska. And uh, she was recently fired as a KNOP TV news director and co-anchor. Uh, she just celebrated her five years there um, for essentially, you know, being inside of her church within her congregation. Um, trying to get petitions uh, signed for the Curtis area to become a sanctuary city for the unborn, which is called America and American freedom and practicing democracy and using the system in a safe, uh, nonviolent way to make change. Uh, What is so interesting is that, you know, gray media, gray television, whatever you want to call them, decided to reach in and say, well, you're practicing partisan politics. And I think, folks, you know, she's been greatly wronged here. Melanie, you've been wronged. 
I'm very sad. Uh, yeah. I love my community, Nebraska. I love the people that I worked with and for, and I just, I'm, I'm really sad about it. I, I don't know what to do with myself now. I'm being, you know, I have so much support. Um, I have started a, a Facebook page where I'm still going out and doing some stories and doing some video work, and people have been so supportive. I have over a thousand followers within like three days. I yeah. mean, I, but it's not making money, you know. So I'm going to have sure. to figure out what my next, well, what, what I'm going to do. When they fired me, they didn't even ask. They didn't even say, "Hey, this came out in this newspaper on the eastern side of Nebraska from Omaha. Your name is in this. Tell us what happened. We'll come beside you. We'll see what we can do." Though they this came out across their desk around eleven o'clock in the morning on a Friday, and by four by four o'clock they were on their way to North Platte, and by six o'clock they were telling me that I was no longer with the company. Mm. Oh, I it's just. Um... It's sad, and I can understand why you're upset. What I appreciate is that you're still out there um, talking about the issues you care about. You know, um, as you said, I mean, if you're not doing it in a you know reporting standpoint, you're absolutely right. You, you're free as an American. You're free as a citizen to express yourself in all kinds of peaceful, nonviolent ways. And and I uh, I applaud you for continuing to do that in whatever medium you can. And clearly. Um, you know, I think getting involved at whatever level into politics locally, you know, because that's where a lot of these decisions are made on how uh, we as a you know county, we as a state, we as a country move forward. And, uh, you know, you've kind of gotten hit by maybe a sledgehammer, but clearly you're upright and you're moving out and uh, appreciate you telling us the story because it, it blows my mind. I, I It's just uh, what has happened to. America or middle America. It's terrifying and that we can't even have a conversation without calling each other names. We can't, we can't do anything without threats and, and, and words that hurt each other rather than coming together and talking like you and I are right now. Um, there's, there's no reason for it. We've gone so sideways and upside down that we don't even know right from wrong or up and down or left from right anymore. And it's time that we all take a stand and really start to be Americans again. And I'm sorry, that's me on my soapbox, but it's, it's true. And I, I just, I'm sad and I hope that everything, you know, I, I think that this will all come out. Okay. Um, in the end. Yeah, I mean, my guess would be is it's kind of one of those things. And and again, I so appreciate you coming on to share with us just because we wouldn't know over here in the East. And and people, a lot of people think, oh, that doesn't happen around here. I mean, it, it just happened in the most middle point in America. If my uh, geography serves me right, North Platte is the exact middle point of America between yeah. Los Angeles <laughs> and New York City. So, I mean, it, it's almost unbelievable. Again, you're not. You're not making fun. You're, you're you literally. You guys are Nebraska's Easter city. I mean, it's well known. You know, a Christian town, a Christian area, values. Take the religion out of it. As an American, you can express these things, and you were just participating in a democratic process. I think it's very sad that any media entity would silence people for essentially doing the American thing. You know, I mean, they should be reporting on it. <laughs> Right. No, for sure. And and interestingly enough, and I, I try not to talk too much, but interestingly enough, this last spring, I marched 
um, in Chicago, and I marched in Washington, D.C., and I marched in Lincoln, Nebraska for the pro-life march. And my employer knew that. At least I know about the Lincoln one because I reached out to him and I said, hey, there's someone here from the station. There's a coach from the Huskers here. There's some leaders here. Do you want some pictures? You can, can use them however you want. Yeah. You can tell them that story. Oh, no, not if you're doing that on, on your own time. We don't want those. We can't use them if you're doing that on. So they knew on my right. time I was. Well, they just they just folded. Um, that's that's all there is to it. They folded. There was some kind of pressure. Um, I want you to keep you know fighting out there and, and doing what you feel is right um, because you're not doing anything but being a great American and trying to uh, help others get involved in the process to make change in a peaceful way. And and again, Melanie, so appreciate coming on Drive Time Lincoln. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. All right, you have a great weekend. You too. Thank you, Zach. All right. Melanie Standiford, uh, just doing the American thing, trying to get petitions signed, uh, in this case, making Curtis, Nebraska a sanctuary city for the unborn. And uh, her new station, KNOP-TV, said, hey, you're practicing party, par- uh, partisan politics. You're out of here. What kind of crap is that? KLIN 1499.3. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, folks, quick two minutes here uh, at the bottom of the hour. Almost still 65 degrees. Oh, it got hot. Johnny, it got hotter. It's 65. Feels like 65. Wasn't it 64 when we started? It was 64 and felt like 64. That means we're on fire. Yep. <laughs> we are on fire. Uh, that's a good sign. Uh, we will open the call lines for the second segment here to end the week uh, with uh, calls. If you want to do them, the text line's always open as well. Rick's 9 Recognition Hotline and text line 402-479-1400 when we come back. Uh, we just had first segment uh, Melanie Standiford from Curtis, Nebraska, out west, just south of North Platte. Um, Essentially, she was fired from being the news director and co-anchor of KNOP-TV, um, where she had celebrated her five-year anniversary for uh, passing around and a petition for trying to make the city a sanctuary city for the unborn in her church. Um, and the reason they gave her was practicing partisan politics. Uh, <laughs> folks, people say, oh, it doesn't happen around here. Okay, I'm going to tell you, you don't get... You don't get as insulated and more Christian, if you will, from a demographic standpoint as Western Nebraska out there around North Platte. And this woman lost her job, right? So that's the equivalent of, you know, the fairness ordinance here in Lincoln. Many of you signed it. Many of you participated in it. Totally fine to do. It is the right way to do democratic principles. And then your boss comes to you the next day and says, oh, you know, this was published online. I saw you signed it. You know, Commander Jack, you're out of here because you didn't support the fairness ordinance. Tell me that dynamic, what happened to Melanie, is helping America. Tell me how that is helping America. Oh, my goodness. KLIN 1499.3. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. 
That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, folks, uh, second segment here on Friday, October 14th. Uh, call lines are open. Rick's Nine Recognition Outline, 402-479-1400. And the text line, we already have a couple of texts I need to comment on. And Anna is on the line. Uh, Anna, welcome to Drive Time Lincoln. I just wanted to give a word of comfort to that Melanie gal. Um, it says, blessed are those who are persecuted for Christ's sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Yeah, it's very, I appreciate that. It is very, um, shocking and unfortunate. Um, and I, I mean, that's why I wanted to make sure out East here, uh, we were able to know the story, uh, because it's obviously not being circulated all over the place. Um, it's just almost unbelievable, don't you think, Anna? Absolutely. The world's gone nuts. Well, we've lost our way a little bit, and some of these, you know, common sense isn't so common these days. And uh, and I really feel for her, but I also feel for other people in the area or around that will hear this story because there is a political element that now causes you maybe to think, will I be targeted for some of my beliefs? Absolutely, and that's frightening. It is frightening. It's you know, it's an extension of you know, whatever. Last couple of years, where certain things and um, I, I just Anna, I appreciate your thoughts and comforting words uh, to Melanie. And uh, yeah, any other thoughts on it? That's that's it for now. Okay, appreciate the call and appreciate you listening. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean. I can't imagine too many people here in Nebraska just hearing what we know. I mean, I'm going with the facts as I have them. How any good comes of this? Again, if you weren't listening in first segment, Melanie Standiford out in Curtis, Nebraska, which is just south of North Platte, uh, had just celebrated her five years. as news director and co-anchor for KNOP-TV out there. And, again, (laughs) five generations, and I think she said, not five generations, uh, eight generations, eight generations generations of Curtis, Nebraska, a town of depending six, 900. I mean, we we all here in Nebraska understand towns like that. Heck, I come from Fremont, 25,000, probably know 15,000 of them. I mean, it's just the way we are. We know everybody. We know their thoughts. You know, this is didn't come up where she said, oh, geez, I'm just going to go, you know, start trying to get signatures collected for a pro-life petition to make Curtis a sanctuary city for the unborn. I mean, this is a belief she's had her whole life. And I suspect of 95 percent of folks out there do. Um, And all of a sudden, you know, she was called in and was fired for practicing partisan politics. Holy cow. And people constantly in Nebraska say to me all the time on some of these subjects that are 
kind of controversial. Uh, oh, that doesn't happen here. It, the, folks, that is the middle of America, halfway between Los Angeles and New York City. It doesn't get any more middle America buffered from the craziness on the east and west coast than Curtis, Nebraska, and North Pratt, Nebraska. So, appreciate her sharing this story. Interesting. Dakota, I definitely see you on the text line. Um, he brought up, he, she, not sure which Dakota that is, uh, <laughs> but a great question. He said, isn't Nebraska an at-will employment state? And he said, pretty sure employers don't need to give a reason to fire you. Um, in fact, that's what's nice about having breaks. I get a chance to look that up, Curtis, and I know I responded to you. But you are right. Um, so let's break that down because it's it's relevant here. Uh, Nebraska is an at-will employment state, and that means employees can be dismissed for any reason at any time and without notice when an employment contract or other governing principle is not in effect. Employers can even fire their employees for no reason at all. Alternatively, workers can leave a job without prior notice for fear of legal ramifications. So, Dakota, in doing the best I can in short notice, you are correct. Nebraska is an at-will employment state. However, comma, and I hope Melanie's listening, wrongful termination in Nebraska. There are some significant exceptions to at-will employment. Each exception is designed to prohibit employers from taking advantage of their employees in certain situations and grant workers protection against unjust or unfavorable actions due to their personal circumstance. And folks, you can imagine what those are. Breach of contract, I'm paraphrasing. Discrimination, retaliation, and public policy. Oh, doesn't take the commander long to find discrimination. Discrimination is one of the most common forms of wrongful termination. The state's Fair Employment Act and Age Discrimination Employment Act prohibits employers from basing any employment decision on gender. Makes sense. We talk about that on this show. Agree. Race. Talk about that on the show. Agree. Color. Talk about this on the show. We agree. Marital status. Talk about this on the show. We agree. I mean, here we go. This is just regular America, folks. I mean, this is not, as I like to say, this is not science rocket. This isn't rocket science. Disability, pregnancy, ethnicity, excuse me. Got a little fired up there, Johnny. Oh, and guess what? Religion, ding, 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 ding. National origin or age of employees or prospective employees. Holy cow. So, Dakota, you are correct. It is. And that will employment state Nebraska. And yes, it can go both ways. I can leave KLIN and not give any notice. And KLIN can just let me go, right? Without kind of any reason. But there are significant exceptions to at will employment. And we just went through some of them. And what yours truly here as the common sense, common Joe American always says, there you go. Wrongful termination discrimination um now that's melanie and her family's you know decision on how they want to look at that how they want to proceed after this i think it's 
pretty cut and dry that there is some legal recourse there. Uh, I will tell you in the service, I was not a big fan of legal recourse because we didn't need a lot of it in the United States military. But out here in the civilian world, one thing I've learned is that you've got to be willing to play the legal game uh, to protect yourself at times, to protect your employment and protect your reputation, maybe future earnings, and at least legally under the at-will uh, state and wrongful termination that Dakota brings up on the Rick Stein recognition hotline. I do think there's something there. Um, so you always got to look. And what I try to do is go just a little deeper, you know, second, third layer. Uh, but that seems pretty cut and dry based on the information that has been run on other news stations, based on Melanie being on the show, uh, first segment and, and what happened. So that's kind of the legal part of it. And now, the other reason that I wanted to get this uh, show with Melanie, you know, out there is, you know, we have a big audience out west, you know, the best in the west. Appreciate it. Appreciate everybody that gets on the KLIN 1400 app and listens in um, out west. I know we have a good following out there. But, folks, now there's a political element to this. And this is kind of what we started to see. And I'm not aware of it, you know. going all the way through uh, when the fairness ordinance fight happened in Lincoln, if you will, you know, between city council passing and then the 18,000 whatever signatures, you started to see people try to, you know, pressure based on your political beliefs on that issue and signing the fairness ordinance petition against it. You started to see people try to essentially out individuals that had signed that um and you know it is very possible that that could have led to a similar thing and so now we're in a fine line right between the at will and wrongful termination right discrimination just at this moment with melanie sounds like religious versus the political fight of well now we're just going to shame our opponents and put pressure on their employers to fire them or to you know not promote them so that they won't go sign something that you know is absolutely their american right and this is a dangerous game um to a degree so melanie i hope that uh you continue to you know espouse your beliefs do what you feel is right out there um, you know, let as many people as you know, and I hope that, you know, you put a team together and kind of look at all of this because uh, it seems to me pretty cut and dry. You're, you're very much wronged by um, your employer, and uh, there may be some legal stuff there. Politically, listen, I mean, politically, we all know. Cast your votes for your candidates. You know, if you want to make change, do it peaceful, nonviolent, and... Um, you know, continue to find like-minded people to help you get those votes. It's not a big deal. Um, but just interesting. Dakota, I really do appreciate you bringing that up. You know, one of the things I wanted to comment about uh, before we get going, similar but different, was uh, Johnny was like, what game are you going to talk about? <laughs> he thought I was going to talk about a sports game on the break. <laughs> Did well, you? Well, they didn't know that you even mentioned a game. You said that, like, just between segments. And, yeah. And, yes, I thought, well... It's a big Husker weekend, so naturally, if I hear the word game... Well, it is... Okay, so 
it is a big game. It's pretty cool. Uh, volleyball's got Penn State tonight, and then football's got Purdue, which winner of that game is uh, going to be in the lead in the West. So biggest football game we've had in Nebraska in five, six years, to be honest. And uh, if you told anybody a couple weeks back or even maybe the beginning of the season that uh, by mid-October we'd be playing a game for you know the driving seat in the West, I think we would have all taken it. And so this is really cool. People should be excited. I am. I don't care about records, so to speak. In the end of the day, Nebraska is in the hunt for the West, and we should all be very excited about that. And and I wish those uh, young men the best, and volleyball just keep on rolling like they do. But the game I wanted to talk about was uh, Natalie called in yesterday. Natalie Weiss, uh, LGBTQ, IA+, you know Natalie, uh, activist, um Political operative, I like to call her. She's up in Minnesota working a, a campaign up there. Uh, it's probably good for us conservatives. She's not down here in Nebraska working campaigns. Uh, but uh, we know the Democratic machine's rolling. But the game, you know, the great game, as I like to call it, is, folks, I do this too. We all do it to a level. And this is one of the things that, you know, I want to be entertaining and I want to give facts. Uh, and at the same time, we as a country, we as a people – especially here in Nebraska, we have to understand the game that's being played and sift through it. Even when you're listening to me, you have to sift through it and find your own facts and talk to your own people. Because, listen, when it comes to politics, and especially now in election season, and Natalie did a phenomenal job, and I started giggling yesterday because she knew what she was doing, and I let her go, which is fine, on her talking points, which are Democratic talking points. But, folks... Politicians, operatives have to play to a narrative, okay? They have to have a narrative that hopefully moves people and gets you to get interested. In my case, right, it shouldn't be any surprise. I am hammering law and order in Lincoln, Nebraska, because it's a problem and because I think everybody thinks it's important. And so I'm going to continue to hammer it, you know, and ram it down people's throats until they're sick of it, until we get enough street officers, okay? There's my narrative, okay? It's your job to find out if it's factual. I provide a lot of facts. I provide a lot of numbers and things. So I usually do that with my facts. But Natalie did a great job in her narrative yesterday of deflecting what are the real issues, maybe, that most people are concerned about. Inflation, law and order, maybe CRT and sex ed in schools. Maybe, you know, you have limits on the LGBTQIA agenda, you know, maybe you go sort of far, but not all the way. Who knows? We all have kind of a bandwidth of where we're at on those issues. Okay. But, you know, she deflected when talking about the flood and the uh, Pansy Brooks case as well as Moorfeld. And she just used those Democratic talking points, right? And she personalized them, which I thought she was very accurate on, right? Very accurate in taking you away from law and order and inflation and some of these hot button issues that are coming out of Washington and that a lot of Republicans are running against. And she brought it back by deflecting to her narrative and talking points. And so she redirected all in five minutes, did it very well. She redirected, right, to abortion. She redeflected to, you know, gender equality. She redirected to, uh, you know, equality for all, abortion. I don't think she mentioned marijuana. 
But what's my point is, is these are social things, which is fine. That's the Democratic message. And that is coming down from Washington and the National Democratic Party. And all of their candidates are doing that. And all of their social media is doing that. Why? It's to swarm you so that whatever you feel on other issues that are important to you, you just become a robot and go, oh, those three things are important. I feel this. I've got to vote this way. I'll say again, those three things have nothing to do with our county attorney race. Those three things have a little bit to do with our congressional race of Flood and Pansing Brooks. Right? So it's incumbent upon you to understand the game. She did a great job. I do an okay job sometimes. But I'm just more like a guy that just, like I said, bull in a china closet. You know, getting the narrative to get you interested. Deflect from the real points or the points that you care about. Then personalize it. And then redirect you to what they want you to go vote on. They don't want you to vote on law and order. Because if you did, nobody we have in power in Lincoln Lancaster County would be in power. Right? They don't want you to vote on inflation. Because it's terrible. The Biden administration is a failed administration. They don't want you to vote on border security. Because if you voted on law and order, border security, inflation... Half the people we have in Washington and half the people that are on the ballot, even in Nebraska and Lancaster County, wouldn't even be on there. And so Natalie was right, and this is where I give her kudos, because I'm not. she's not wrong. I do the same thing. We're in the same game. And I want you to understand the game so you can sift through it. If you vote on things that don't impact you, if that's what your emotions and your logic says, then you're going to keep getting the same crap. You're going to keep getting the same results of leaders that have agendas that make no sense for local societies. And so understand, it's a narrative, we deflect, we personalize, and we redirect to the messages. Natalie was right. You're going to vote on something. I hope you vote on bad inflation. I hope you vote on law and order. I hope you vote on border security and the Constitution of the United States. KLIN 1499.3. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, folks, uh, we're back finishing up uh, Friday here, October 14th. Uh, Johnny and I are both excited. We got 63 now, but it feels like 64. The wind's kicked up to 19 miles an hour, um, so we got a little hotter than we cooled off. But that's all right. It's the weekend. Um, want everybody to have a great weekend. Like I said, Super exciting tonight. Sports going on in the area. You got Penn State playing Nebraska tonight and uh, volleyball. Always good to see Big Red against Penn State. And uh, listen, a football game for first place in the West. If you could have said that three weeks ago, midsummer, I mean, we all would be so giddy. So go to your watch parties, go to the game if you're traveling, you know, to Purdue. Enjoy it. Um, that's a pretty cool story. I look forward to seeing the outcome. Melanie Standiford was on first segment. Um, just a crazy story out in Curtis, Nebraska, south of North Platte there, where, you know, essentially practicing your, you know, religious freedom as well as, you know, 
democracy in action, if we will, getting petitions signed uh, caused her to get fired uh, from being the news director and, <coughs> excuse me, and co-anchor uh, from the local television network out there. Just unbelievable. Unbelievable. And so the targeting of folks, whether it be because you didn't get a vax or you won't wear your mask or you're practicing religious freedom, um, even happens in middle America, and it's sad. And so uh, happy to bring that story. And uh, we talk a little bit about the great game of politics and just how it's played. And, you know, in the end of the day, yes, we do it. But we as citizens have to sift through it and make the right decisions, you know, for us. All right, have a great weekend. KLIN, 1400 AM, 99.3 FM.